Welcome to day 20 of our Lent reading plan. We are following the life and teachings of Jesus through the book of John. Take the next few moments to listen to scripture read over you and pray or journal through the prompts that follow. Quiet your heart. Invite the Spirit to move in your heart and mind. John chapter 7, verses 25 to 52. At that point, some of the people of Jerusalem began to ask, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Here he is, speaking publicly, and they are not saying a word to him. Have the authorities really concluded that he is the Messiah? But we know where he is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, Yes, you know me and you know where I am from. But I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him because I am from him and he sent me. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. Still, many in the crowd believed in him. They said, when the Messiah comes, Will he perform more signs than this man? The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you only for a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this, he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. On hearing his words, some of the people said, Surely this man is the prophet. Others said, He is the Messiah. Still others asked, How can the Messiah come from Galilee? Does not scripture say that the Messiah will come from David's descendants and from Bethlehem, the town where David lived? Thus the people were divided because of Jesus. Some wanted to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him. Finally, the temple guards went back to the chief priests and the Pharisees, who asked them, Why didn't you bring him in? No one ever spoke the way this man does, the guards replied. You mean he has deceived you also, the Pharisees retorted. Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed in him? No. But this mob that knows nothing of the law, there is a curse on them. Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus earlier and who was one of their own number, asked, Does our law condemn a man without first hearing him and find out what he has been doing? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Look into it, and you will find that a prophet does not come out of Galilee.
John chapter 7, verses 25 to 52. Just like a few days ago on our podcast, we find ourselves being asked a simple question by Jesus. Do you believe in me or not? The Jews that were listening to him teach were strongly divided. Those who protected the law couldn't see Jesus for who he was. Jesus came to fulfill the law that they loved, and their obsession with religion clouded their eyes from seeing what they claimed to be looking for. Are you clouded by love for something? Is knowing that you are in and others are out keeping you from truly connecting with Jesus? Ask him to reveal these parts of yourself to you and pray that he would cleanse you of them so you can see him and yourself clearly. Now, we don't get much of a picture of the people who did listen to Jesus and were changed. We know from earlier that God was moving in their hearts to create faith in them. We only know of them in contrast to the Pharisees, for whom Jesus was a threat to all they loved. These people didn't know the law inside and out. They relied on the Pharisees and the rabbis to tell them what to do to be saved. They always needed a mediator between them and God. They experienced the law as it was designed to be experienced, as a mirror, constantly revealing their need for salvation. I imagine that they were looking anxiously for a savior, hoping in earnest the Messiah would come in their lifetime. They were waiting and watching for him. And when he came, they didn't miss it. God redeems every part of us. It was the failure of these common people to follow the law that made Jesus so real and alive to them. Where have you failed in your life? What parts of your story are messy? Have you brought them to Jesus to have him forgive, redeem, and restore you? In verse 37, he says, If anyone thirsts, let them come to me and drink. Are there parts of your life that are desperate for his living water? Pray now and ask Jesus to come and cleanse these parts of you. Praise him for the work he has already done in all areas of your life. Let's pray. Holy God, I believe you are who you say you are. My soul needs a savior, and I praise you that you rescued me from my sin. I want to love you more than I love the law. Help me to see myself rightly and to see you clearly. Come into the parts of my life that I've kept from you and cleanse them. Make me more like you. Make me whole. Amen.